folks, my name is Michael Alden. We are here in Blue Vase Studios. I, I tell you, I'm very, very excited for today. Today we're going to be uh, talking to a series of, of entrepreneurs doing real things, making real money, uh, ha having real challenges, and overcoming uh, real adversity uh, and, and becoming successful. And that's really what I'm excited about because, you know, you've heard me talk about, you know, what I've done and what my company has done. But look, obviously I'm not the only one, only one out there. There are a lot of different people out there that are doing some great things. I'm real excited for my first guest. His name is John King. He is the president and founder of Headway Strategies. He's actually a business coach and a leadership consultant, and he brings over 40 years of experience in the business world. He has deep experience in developing and implementing and managing systems and processes. His experience has provided him with a unique perspective on people, processes and technologies associated with several different types of businesses and business operations. Please help me welcome my guest, Mr. John King. John, thanks for being my guest. Thank you very much for having me. John, uh, you know, so we've talked a little bit about having you come here today. And what I like, what I like to do, folks, by the way, is I want to call this essentially like our own version of the Inside the Blue Vase Studio. So we have a, a series of uh, questions that I'm going to ask every one of my guests. And then at the end, we'll maybe talk a little bit more about some of the other things that might come up. Is that okay with you? That's fine. That's All right, fine. perfect. You know, John, uh, in my podcast and a lot of my videos, I talk about success and what success means to a lot of people. How do you define success? Well, I've got two perspectives on it. I've got my personal success, which is what I do with my family, with my finances, with you know my life in, in general. And then I've got the business side of it. And so the business side of it is, you know, can I establish a successful, sustainable business where I have repeat customers and references from other customers to get new customers? Sure. Work. So that's, that's my objective. So that's how I define success. Okay. And, that, and so you said that you had two different types of, of success. What's the other, what's the other? Well, the other one's personal. Okay. My personal side. I mean, you know, you can have all the success you want in business, but you've got to have a personal side. Right. And one of the things we talk about when I do business coaching is we try to split the two of them up because you want to look at what you have on the personal side, how you structure your life, how you prepare yourself for continuing success. Sure. And then the business side is how you manage your career. Now, again, I know I said I had a series of questions. I'm already going off track, but I, that interested me. I, I want to ask you this because we've talked a little bit about it before. What is personal success? Is it different for everybody, or can you give maybe a broad spectrum of what you think personal success is? Well, one of the things that, that we, we talk about in our coaching practice is we, we have a thing called the life, life wheel. Okay. And the life wheel has six components to it on the personal side. So we're, we're looking at, you know, what's your family how your family situation is, what your social situation is, uh, mental, f uh, financial, career, and physical. Those are the six sure. different areas. And so <clears throat> each one of those is to how you feel about where you have succeeded in those areas and what you may want to do to do something different. I like that. And then on the professional side, you know, again, that's looking at what your career is, what you're learning, how you're able to keep your edge up sure. in, the, in the business world. Yeah. Uh, the interesting thing about you, again, is you've, you've been around for 40 years doing, doing this day in and day out, and I'm really excited to even ask you the second question. It's probably, probably, probably a lot of things are going to your, come to your head when I ask this question, but what is your biggest professional obstacle in your 40-plus years, that, I, I and, think that, and how did you overcome it? Okay, well, I think right now it's, it's probably the big change. I, I have always been with very large companies, okay. very large companies, uh, um, you know, billion dollars and greater in various roles, either consulting or in management. And uh, when I started this business myself, I was really 
starting off with a new clean slate, and that was part of what I wanted to do. I really didn't want to continue on in the corporate world, in the giant corporate world, as it were. Sure. So part of that was really building a, building a network, okay. going out and meeting people. Um, and then with starting a business, you've got to have a clear understanding of what your vision is and what, what, you're, what you're about, right? So how can I explain to people what I do and why they're going to hire me? That was, you know, that's part of it as well. And do I have processes and do I have, you know, examples of what I do, content of what I do that I can share with people and uh, and help them understand why they want to engage me? So so really is, is, is the most difficult thing really just getting started? Is that well, really I think, what it is? I think, I think it's a change. It's okay. certainly a change. Sure. I mean, and, and it was a change because I was in a very large environment before. Sure. Um, and uh, it's something I've always wanted to do with, was work with smaller, medium-sized businesses. My first business, really, that I worked in was a commuter airline I worked with in a startup. I was the second person that was hired. Okay. And I was 18 years old. What did I know about computer, commuter airlines, right? Right. But we figured it out. Sure. And that's part of what the excitement is, is working and figuring out those things and trying to come up with solutions at work. I love it. It's, it's great. Now, let me ask you this, because I know that, again, you, you, you actually do have a higher education. Uh, you've been to college. I believe you also have your master's. But in business, um, is education, formal education, really necessary? Because before you answer that question, because I've met a lot of people who say that it is, and then I met a lot of people who say it isn't. What's your perspective? Well, Bill Gates would probably say it wasn't. <laughs> well, he did go to Harvard. I mean, he, he dropped out. He but... dropped out. He dropped out. <laughs> um, I, I think that, I think from my perspective, is the basic fundamentals are important. If you have a passion for a business, you're going to succeed in, in some manner with it. But if you have the basic understanding of the finances, of the accounting, of marketing and things like that, you'll do a lot better. Sure. So having that, um, that background is important. The real key is how do you apply it? Right. Do you apply it? Sure. So you can, I guess, again, have all the education in the world if you don't know how, know how to apply it or implement it. It's... And it's setting the goals. I mean, right. That's, again, part of the coaching process is we want to set goals. We want to figure out why we can't achieve that goal and what might what might hold us up from achieving it. Sure. So uh, that's part of the thing as well. So so it's a kind of a yes and no type answer, I guess. It's a, it's not a bad thing, but you don't need it. Well, I I think I think you do. I mean, I would I would say that you know get the education, right? Okay. Get get some of the education. Sure. Um, if you're you need to know something about understand something about accounting, right? Sure. You know, debits near the wall, credits near the window, or however that works out. I have no idea. But, 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 but you've got you've to understand that sure. so that you can figure out what your costs are and what your, what your margin's going to be going forward. Maybe I should have took accounting in college. Uh, maybe a good idea. <laughs> now, you, it meant, you mentioned you've been in a lot of different businesses, and this, is, uh, this, this coaching uh, and training uh, part of your business and consulting is somewhat new for you. How, how long have you been doing that? For about two years. Okay, all right. And, and I became affiliated with a group uh, called Resource Associates Corporation, okay. which develops um, the material that I use. Okay. And as with anything, I mean, I'm kind of a do-it-yourselfer do anyway. Sure. You get, get the base material, you know, modify it to make it representative of what you believe. Right. Now, in the two years that you've been doing this, uh, what do you find right now, other than coming to Blue Vase Studios and, and sitting down with me, what do you find is the most effective form of marketing for what you're doing right now? I think it's, it's really getting back to networking uh, with people. That's one aspect of it. And then I Give started, me an example of how, you ne- how, how do you network right well, I, now? I belong to a number of chamber of commerces. Okay. Um, I'm involved in a couple different networking groups. 
in uh, a couple of professional groups. So if you're a young person, a young uh, entrepreneur, someone who's maybe in the workforce or someone maybe starting a business, would you recommend joining as many uh, networking organiza organizations? I would, or? I would target it with what you think you want to do. Okay. I wouldn't go out and go wholesale. As I said, I was starting out from scratch in terms of local, local contacts. Sure. So um, I chose to get involved with the chambers and some other groups. Sure. But I think there's there if you can target it, you'll have a better response, especially if you're still working. Right. Um, and I think the other thing that, that the networking is one piece, I believe developing content is another one. Sure. And so I have uh, been working on developing podcasts, which we talked about before we right. started the session. And also working on writing a book. How can, how can someone find your broadcast? Is, is it on uh, it's iTunes? On my website. It's on your website? It's on website. What's your website again? Uh, it's uh, www.headwaystrategiesconsulting.com. Okay. One word. All right. Well, we'll make sure we get that out there as well so that people can learn a little bit more about you. Now, I find that running a fairly large organization, uh, you know, a lot of people know that have listened to my broadcast. We have, you know, 100-plus employees. We've been at it for a long time. And, um, again, you, you've been doing this a long time as well. How do you handle stress? Because I, I was just talking to somebody before who's the CEO of a very large organization, and um, he was very, very stressed out and, and to the point where I was kind of scared for him. So w what do you do to handle stress? Well, I think, I think that it, it's each person's a little bit different. Sure. Um, uh, my wife... Uh, just to, t to touch on her for a second, she loves to swim. So sure. she, that's one of the ways that she deals with stress, so she swims. So exercise, exercise is yeah. one. But what I, I have a number of different hobbies. I like to scuba dive. I like to do you know, underwater photography. I do projects with my kids um, around their, their properties. Sure. Uh, now I'm maintaining three homes rather than, than one. Okay. Um, as it works out. So but you help your kids out and help the the projects kids out, right. stuff? You know, right. I, I own more tools than I ever thought I would. <laughs> but that's that's a way that I deal with it. And it's it's doing something different. It's And I also got involved with the Boy Scouts. Sure. So I do leadership training for the Boy Scouts. And so I, you just put aside the business stuff completely? Try to. Yeah. Try to. I yeah. mean, it, it depends on... On what you're doing, I mean, not to say when I took the scouts to summer camp, I wasn't on the phone a lot. Right. Um, but um, you you manage that if you get that divert that uh, that separation, that sure. diversion, I guess I call it. I, I I find that for me, it's uh, it's difficult to put the phone down. Very very difficult, uh, and it takes about it takes a few hours for, for you to really for it to kick in. I think. <laughs> for well, me, you know. I, I mean, I didn't realize how bad it was until I was having dinner with my youngest son one night and I was on the phone in the car coming up to meet him. And then I met him and I sold on the phone. And when I finished the call, he took the phone away from me and turned it off. Wow. All so right. I kind of got the message <laughs> that said I needed to be a little more responsive to what his needs were. Now, this next question I have, I think I, I probably, I'm going to, I'm going to guess uh, in my head, I'm not going to tell you what I think it is, but I, I have a sentence that I'd like you to complete. If my company lacks blank, then we will not succeed. Well, I think it's pretty straightforward. I mean, if, if I don't have the commitment okay. uh, to deliver, to, to solve, help customers solve their, their problems um, efficiently and effectively, then it's not going to work. When you say commitment, I think a lot of people don't really understand what that means as an entrepreneur. Well, I want to, I mean, I, th I think that's very important as an entrepreneur because you need to embrace what the customer is about, sure. understand what their business is, and then be committed to helping them solve their issues, especially with a smaller business. It's right. not like they, they've got all sorts of money to go spending. At but for you as, a, as, a, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, when I think of commitment and the things that I've done and continue to do is when I, 
again, it's just, this is why I asked the stress question uh, as well as all in, right? I mean, if you really want to be successful and when you're starting up, doesn't it take this full on all in? When you say commitment, I'm, I'm thinking 24 hours a day, seven days a week, even when I'm trying to meditate and go to the gym, I'm still thinking about business. Is yeah. that really what no, it is? No, I think, I think in, in, in a startup, absolutely. Sure. I mean, it, especially with your one-person band. Sure. Um, I have developed relationships with people that I can bring in to help me in certain things, so I'm right. not just all by myself. But, right. but still, you make it work, right? Sure. So you've got to make that commitment to do it. As I looked at your, your question, um, I think that you have to have the same level of commitment for your customers. Sure. And you've got to sit down with them and understand what they're about before you start recommending what you're going to do. Yeah, I agree and, with you. So and, pretty in, in any business, w- whether you're you're providing support or you're selling them, them a product, I think you're right. I think you really need to be committed to helping your customers, to you know helping them achieve their goals and giving them what they really need uh, and want, not what you necessarily want. No, right? no. And, yeah. and that's the thing about a service industry sure. is that – um, it's somewhat intangible when you first start talking to people. So I'm going to help you with this, and they, they okay, what, what's that mean? And they right. have to explain it to them, why they want to go this way. Um, so I think that it's a lot different than a product, product sale. Sure. Well, uh, again, we talked a little bit earlier that you started out uh, almost 40 years ago. It's interesting that you brought it up that you started at a, at a, at a company, you were the number two uh, at, an, at an airline, was it, did you say, at an airline? Commuter airline, yeah. Commuter airline. What advice would you give young people uh, in the workforce right now on how to grow, uh, how to maybe take, you know, climb the corporate ladder, whether, whether you're, they're actually working at a company or whether they are an, are, are an entrepreneur? What, you know, kind of basic sound advice could you give someone right now that says, this is what you need to do other than be committed? Okay. And when I was in public accounting, one of the partners said to me that the secret to success was to read. Okay. And, and so his, his idea was that you, you, know, you read the journals, you read what's going on um, in the industry, you understand what it means. You, in, in today's world, you've got to look out for disruptive technologies that be coming down and have a real upset to your business uh, in the way you're doing things. And then I think the other part of it is you've got to manage your career because nobody's going to manage it for you. Sure. Uh, so you need to look at what you want to do and make sure you, you like what you want to do. Right. right. And and you need to figure out who's going to help you to get there. How do you, how do you feel about, when, when, I don't mean to cut you off, when, when, you, when, you, when you think about managing your career and I think about social media and all these things that are out there um, these days, especially Facebook, when you talk about managing your career, I see these young uh, you know, twenty somethings, and some of them have even worked for me. And they they're posting these things on Facebook that can have a long term detrimental effect on their career. I mean, isn't that, <clears throat> I, I would I would caution against that. Sure, that certainly certainly I've cautioned against that uh, with my kids. Right, and and I think also that that with with LinkedIn and and Facebook, recruiters can see who you are, right, or who you think you are, right, before they even invite you in for an interview. Yeah, I mean, we do that here sometimes. I mean, if if, if we're if we're, we're going to bring someone in, especially if they're at the executive level, you know, we we do the same thing. We we'll go out and see, you know, you know, what are their what does their Facebook page look like? Are they out there partying and doing crazy things? Are they the type of person that we would want to hire? And right. and, and uh, I think a lot of people don't understand that. Well, you know, I, I they, think they're living in the right now moment. They are. They yeah. certainly are. There's they, we we did a workshop on multi generational issues in the workplace and. And there's a whole different different uh, way of handling the the boomers, which sure. I'm certainly a part of, right. with the millennials and and uh, and and the like. 
Now, you kind of maybe touched upon it earlier, but maybe there's something else I can I can get from you. But do you have a secret strategy or business technique that maybe you can give away that, well, that'll make you, that has made you more efficient, that has made you successful, and, and that a lot of people can maybe implement in their own lives? I, I think that part of starting up a business is making sure you have a good vision and strategy of where you're going. I mean, okay. vision to me is, is, is out five years, three to five years, um, and a mission to that is really looking at maybe 12 to 18 months. Um, what I found to be helpful to me was to develop some content about what I want to do. Sure. And so by doing that, I go through a couple iterations of, of being able to indicate, you know, how I would address this particular situation. So in the coaching situation, I have a program that I can, I can help somebody with in that. Um, and then looking at a business from a couple different perspectives, I've got a whole process I go through for that. So, sure. So to me, that helped, helped really identify who I am and, and what I think I can do for a customer or know I can do for a customer. I should say no, really. Sure. Um, that I could do for a customer, and this is the approach I would take. So, so, so would you recommend putting it down in writing, looking I, at I, it, maybe even so. amending to it, sometimes oh, yeah. adding it's, to it? It's, 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 it's an ever-living process. Sure. I mean, you know, they, they go through the, they talk about goals, you know, sure. how, many, how many people achieve their goals when they, they set them at, at New Year's. Right. The ones that, that speak them out, you right. know, they, they probably don't go anywhere. The ones that, that write them down have a little bit better success than the ones that write them down. I always say to people, why wait? Why wait to, to New Year's Eve? Why not just do it now? Well, what's the point? You people always go on a diet. On, I, I saw a comedian once, and he said, everyone always goes on a diet on Monday. And he goes, you know what happens the weekend before? Gorge. They, yeah, they eat like rhinoceroses, he said. Yeah. It was hysterical. And that's true. Like, if you really want to do something, do it now. Yeah. I saw someone, we talk about Facebook, and I've talked about this in my book. He said, he posted on Facebook, and he said that he was going to quit smoking in six months. <laughs> Okay. He was, he was going to quit smoking in six months. So th- during those six months, he was just going to basically, um, you know, uh, kill himself day by day. For, yeah, you know, and yeah. it, it, it drove me crazy. Uh, you know, if you're going to do something, I say do it now. Well, right? I, I, you do it, but I think you have to write it down. I right. mean, I think you write it down and, and you follow up with it. And sure. did, you, did you achieve it that day? Right. That, it makes that you more accountable when you write it down, right? Accountability, accountability is very key. Yeah. Because if you can, I, I've talked about this before. Is, is if you write it down, like you, like what you, the advice you've given, and you look at it, and you don't achieve your goals, you didn't get there. The only person you have to answer to is yourself. Well, that's <laughs> that's true, and I think what you have to look at with goals is that that goals are part of a journey, right? Right, and so you may have a goal that may take you a year to, or or uh, 18 months to achieve, but you've got to break it down as a milestone sure. that you can achieve so you feel good about moving forward. Right. Um, once you set them up, I mean, you can shift the dates sure. based on, based on what happens, what happens right. going down the road. Now, uh, we talked earlier about this. We've mentioned it a little bit as well throughout this interview, but in this day and age, what do you think is the best form of communication? I'm going to give you some examples. So maybe you've already thought about it, but is it face-to-face? Is it the telephone? Is it email? Is it uh, LinkedIn? Uh, is it uh, Facebook? Is it Twitter? What do you think is the most effective? Not not only just for your business, but just in general. Well, I, I would put a qualifier on it. That sure. It depends on the the generation of who you're talking to. Okay. Um, I think that that the boomers are going to look for more face to face. Sure. Uh, that that they appreciate that. I like it because I'm, I'm that, that particular uh, age group. Sure. And because I can see the facial expressions and I can see some of the body language and how, the, how what I say is being received. Sure. 
and make adjustments accordingly. Right. Um, I think that the younger generation, they just love the, the, the text back and forth, and, right. and that becomes the essence of, of communication. Yeah. Um, the one-sided send something over the wall and then receive something back and react. Right. So, so that's a little bit, that's not as effective, I think, but it is the way that they, they communicate. Sure. Uh, so if, if you had to ask me which I prefer, I prefer face-to-face. Um, telephone is, is, is okay because I can get the inflection of the voice on right. the other end. But um, email, uh, you know, LinkedIn or whatever, those are okay to, you know, to, to make an initial contact. I agree with that, right. But, but you really have to uh, have that face-to-face or, sure. or at least a telephone call to get a sense of what people are about. Now, do you use, um, we talked about the technology, do you, are you using some of these things that are out there like uh, Skype or Zoom or anything like that to conduct your business? Because you can now have those face-to-face I haven't, conversations. I haven't done any Skype uh, yeah. coaching sessions yet, yeah. but um, I have done have used Skype in a couple other situations. Sure. Yeah, I'm finding that that is becoming... Um, more and more a part of our lives, more and more effective. It is. And, you know, the key thing is I, I tried one in a hotel room one time. I couldn't quite get the bandwidth right, <laughs> yeah, and so yeah. we ended up ended up giving up and right. having a phone conversation. Sure. Um, but but seriously, I mean, it is, it, it is certainly a, a way to do that. I did, um, back in the, in the mid-'80s, I helped put together a, a, a voice, voice visual network sure. between here and Hong Kong, yeah. Because we had offices over there, we were doing video conferencing at that point. Really? Oh, yeah. wow, that's great. And that was pretty wild. Well, John, um, we are running a little bit out of time, but you know, if you could leave our listeners, our viewers, really with, with one piece of advice uh, that you believe uh, is something uh, that has helped you and that can help them, what do you think it would be? Other than what you've read, by the way, you've, you've been great. You've given some, some great information here. I, I think the key is listening to your customers listening to what's going on in the marketplace. And and uh, so I guess I've used the word listen. 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 I like listen. that. Listen. Don't uh, don't tell. Listen. And, and see where you go from there. Wonderful. Well, fo- again, folks, if, if you want some more information about John King, you can go to his website, which is headwaystrategiesconsulting.com. Is that yep, correct? one word. Yep, headwaystrategiesconsulting.com. My name is Michael Alden. You're here in Blue Bay Studios. Stay tuned. We do have some more entrepreneurs talking about some other businesses John, you've been amazing. Uh, Really, really uh, thank you for taking the time. Thank you for having me. All right, and stay tuned.